Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Guys, if you're looking for a really good alternate to traditional coffee, check out StravaCraftCoffee.com. There you can purchase some StravaCraft coffee, the CBD-infused coffee, That's really changing lives. CBD can lead to less neck pain, back pain. It can help you with arthritis, IBS, aches and pains, migraines. CBD has been proven to help with a lot of that stuff. And StravaCraft Coffee just tastes really good as well. So go to StravaCraftCoffee.com. If you're a first-time customer, use the code DNVR25. You're going to save 25% off your purchase of StravaCraft Coffee. You can also get a StravaCraft Coffee subscription. Get your coffee delivered to you. You can get that at StravaCraftCoffee.com. If you're a returning StravaCraft Coffee customer, make sure to use the code DNVR20 for 20% off your purchase from StravaCraftCoffee.com every single time. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Losers Lounge. Womp, womp, I got nothing womp. for you. You got nothing? <laughs> I got no opener. Man, I still have my hoodie on. It's how cold I've been. I've had this hood up though, like for the last three hours. Um, yeah, so I mean, Nuggets dropped to San Antonio. This one, arguably the most difficult scheduled game on the entire slate of the entire season. Denver put themselves in position to compete and to win. I genuinely thought at one point, I was like, hey, five-point game. Yoke's coming back in. Here it is. We're going to get it done. But they actually got smacked in the final the final six yeah. minutes, seven minutes, whatever it was, was just uh, got steamrolled. Uh, we're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I don't even know how I did today on bets. I did bad. <laughs> Dev, how'd you, it was how'd a rough you do, night Dev? all around, you man. Your lock was good. Well, Derek White was good. Bones Highland was not good. Yeah, Bones Highland was Although not good. Although he should have. He shot the ball. He yeah, he, yeah, he definitely had get anything attempts. to go in. Um, yeah. Nicole Jokic, three-pointers made. Hit. Hit. That hit? <laughs> that one hit. Um, there you go. That was it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a rough night, man. It was a rough night. Not all too uh, surprising, though. I got Harrison Wynn with me, though. Yeah, not all too surprising, and that's why I don't think you have to feel too down about this one. It, it wasn't that surprising. Dev? Um, I mean, they competed. You, you wanted them to come out and compete. You want them to show some type of fight. Um, I, I feel like they, they gave their best effort. It was just the night that they didn't have it, and those those nights yeah. happen. You wanted this to be like the seven. You want you just. I think with this season, you get win, loss, win, loss, win, loss. This whole road trip, you're just kind of getting that. And really the whole season, five-game win streak, six-game losing streak. It's just like keep trading off. You keep hoping for a moment something to happen where you're like, boom, we can always remember 
that was the thing that sparked the season and it, and it took off and we're still waiting. I do think that there are several, when you look out at the season coming up, there's several of those moments where you think, okay, they got a nice stretch of home games or a nice stretch of easy games, this or that. There could be a spark in there, but unfortunately we're still waiting for it and it did not come tonight. Um, we can start with Jokic, who went 8 of 19 tonight, had 22 points, 13 rebounds, 10 assists. He was a minus 5, though. This is only his fifth game now. There you go, the DraftKings Sportsbook king of the game, 22 points, 10 rebounds, or 10 assists, 13 rebounds, which is a pretty good stat line. Um, but he was in the minus for just the fifth time this season. This season. And yeah. I believe, Harrison, the second worst, a minus 5, wow. the second worst of his year. Well, it was interesting because for how bad the bench was in the first half, yeah. They actually put Denver in position yep. to win this game in the second half. Yep, they did. I think it was only a five-point deficit when Nikola Jokic came back into the game it in the was. fourth quarter. And you thought maybe he would have enough juice to close because even up until that point, he didn't look at, as tired as he did last night. So you thought maybe, look, five-point deficit. This seemed like a game that he could just close out. But, yeah, he just didn't have it when he checked back in. I mean, he took eight threes tonight. That's all you need to know when you're thinking about how tired he might have been. I do think, and this is why I said to take the threes tonight, it was take two or whatever, one and a half. Um, it's because I thought he was going to take a lot because he was pretty fatigued. Also, Jakob Pertl is a really good interior defender. He's just really long. In fact, tonight we're going to talk about the rebounds, but yeah. you saw a lot of times when it was like 50-50 ball yoke versus Pertl. Pertl was just so much taller and, and got so much higher, and it makes for an interesting challenge inside, so I wouldn't surprise Jokic win outside. I'm also not surprised you went two of eight, which is not a yeah. very good percentage, unfortunately. How do you evaluate Jokic's night, Dev? I mean, to, to, to come up with with another triple-double, a triple-double on the second night of a back-to-back. -back, Three in uh, a row. Three triple-doubles in a row. Like, it, it shows like just how involved he is, how comfortable he is at this part of the season, which the Nuggets desperately need. Their best player, you know, playing like their best player. Um, I mean, I feel like even though he was a minus three, that was still a good night from him, especially with just how much they're playing, how much he has to uh, carry, how much yeah. um, relies on him. And shots didn't fall early. That stint in the first half where the bench unit pretty much lost them the game, you know, and it's not to say that that's on them. We're not, I'm not blaming the game on them because they did they did make up for it in the second half. But when you just look at, you know, the, the, the flow of the game, that's where the game was lost. So... For him to come back in, uh, I feel like as soon as he goes to the bench, it, there's no chance. Right. He comes back, they're right back in the game, right. and that was just the type of game that he had. Um, are you concerned at all about his three-point shot? I mean, he has been struggling with it, or is this just Yoke? Like, he's in a, a lull, but he'll end up going like three games in a row where he shoots 40%. I think we've seen enough over the last several years to know that his three-point shot could come and go. Yeah. It seems like it's always better in the playoffs when he's focusing more. That's true. And then in the regular season, it, it runs hot and cold. So is it the wrist? Is it just one of the cold stretches? It's probably just the cold stretch, I would think. I think so, um, too. Uh, you know, he comes home for a couple games. I wouldn't be surprised if he got hot from three. What do you think? Are you concerned at all about his three-point shot? Not at all. I feel like it's actually good that he's going to it. Um, I like the fact that he's, he's being aggressive from deep. He's, you know, taking it on and trying to score in different ways, especially when he's a player that's down on the block and he's he's so physical and guys are physical with him. He's seeing double teams. He's seeing the way that they're defending him. And also defenses don't have to adjust. If he was just down there dominating every single time, 
that's what they're going to key in on. That's what yeah. they're going to see. And they're going to see so many different ways of, oh, okay, this is how we're going to react to that. This is how we're going to defend him, um, you know, going throughout the whole year and especially in the playoffs. So having it inside out, just at least for them to have to uh, respect you, I think right. goes a long way um, in the long haul. What about his defense? His defense in the first, like, 10, 12 games, whatever it was, fantastic. Yeah. And he still has pockets of it, but it does feel like he settled into a little bit more of a pacing himself. Are you concerned at all about his defense? No. Also, I think it goes back to him understanding right now they're on a long road trip. He's yeah, playing, you know, excessive minutes. Uh, a lot is being on his shoulders. I feel like you, if you're going to be smart, if you're going to survive, if you're going to be able to, um, you know, stay healthy, you do have to, like, you know, Pushback. You do have to not give it your all, um, like we were seeing earlier in the year, um, just to pace yourself. It's a long season. It's a marathon type of season where you just have to be smart. So I think that Jokic understands his body and what, what's needed of him, and I know that offense is the emphasis. Yeah, not too concerned, but overall the defense was awful tonight from the jump. Like That was one of the focal reasons why Denver lost. Defense from everybody was, was pretty horrible. Uh, maybe outside of Faku, who who played pretty yeah. well, I thought. It's funny, man. I thought Faku like hustled was everywhere. Yeah. And he was the worst plus minus on the team. <laughs> yeah, he was out there for some bad stretches, like the end. Um, but yeah, you just saw so many things tonight that led you to believe that this team was exhausted. Yeah, the defense, the terrible closeouts, like yeah. it was just a parade to the rim for San Antonio's guards tonight. And then the offensive rebounding that Denver gave up. That's a A1 sign of fatigue. Like if you're if you're fatigued, if you're tired, you're gonna give up a lot of offensive rebounds. Jacoperto had six of them. He had nine total rebounds. San Antonio had 14 as a team. So uh, th- there were a lot of indicators that Denver was just super tired. 33 rebounds for Denver, 54 for the Spurs tonight. That's an absolutely demolishing. Yeah. You're not gonna win any like or you're not going to win many games when you, you might get, not win any. Yeah, honestly. when you get beat that bad, uh, it, it, what it what it does is it tells you how many second chance points opportunities they're getting, how many, um, you know, like it shows one team is clearly tired, fatigued, you know, getting you know dominated in yeah. every single way, and when that happens, it, it's going to be tough for you to try to get any type of momentum going. I'm. I'm not shocked, but it like it makes sense why they got beat by so much. If you get, if you don't win the rebounding battle, yeah, I don't think I. Twenty-one rebounds is an awful lot. And then yet you're right, Jakob Pertl tonight. You know, Yoke, as well as Yoke played in terms of like he does so much for the Nuggets. He got murdered on the boards in yep. his one-on-one matchup there, and it wasn't even just Pertl. Like they were able to crash a lot of long rebounds that Denver just wasn't in position for. And look, I cut a lot of slack. I do like. Later in the season, going to cut a lot less slack. But right now, Denver's just managing this r- ridiculously lopsided schedule and just trying to get through it. And tonight, it's like, could you have dug deep deeper and got it? We've seen it before. We've yep. seen it from this Nuggets group. Tonight, they didn't do it. I'm not impressed, but I'm not, I guess, like too, you can't be too upset with it uh, in that regard. I'll tell you the guy, though. We're going to jump around a lot and play. A l- Usually, we stick with starters first. The guy I think is next most interesting on the list is probably Bones Highland who comes back from being in a hotel room in Orlando for all this time, hasn't found his rhythm now in two games. Two of ten tonight, five points, was a minus 12 in 14 minutes, and even got pulled. Like, tonight he got benched. And it wasn't like he got benched long term. It's like Malone's like, I can't trust you tonight. I'm taking you out. It was pretty he, – he looked pretty rough. From the second he stepped on the floor tonight, he just didn't have any confidence, I felt yeah, like. Yeah, I agree. And that carried over to – 
his shooting. He had a couple wide open jumpers yep. in the first half that he just bricked. And then just even around the rim, a couple soft finishes. He got blocked on one. And he just didn't seem locked into the game. He talked about after uh, last night that he didn't have his legs under him. Definitely didn't seem like he had his legs tonight. He just didn't have anything. He, he just wasn't there totally. And, and yeah, Malone pulled him a couple minutes earlier than he usually does in the second quarter or in the second half. And he was right. Like, you just couldn't trust him tonight. Right. Yeah, a lot of what Bones it like you could just see those those rookie moments from him. It's I'm not gonna call it a rookie wall, but he's a player that you know it plays so much off of his confidence that when when things are going well, he just not he doesn't respond in the same way that a veteran would or a player that's been in the league for a couple of years that understands like this is this is a long long season that you're gonna have to get into you know mentally physically emotionally you just have to be invested in. Right now, he's just in a funk, and there is a lot of things that are, you know, going on with him. Um, you know, having to sit out, you know, with the whole COVID, uh, having an ankle yeah. injury, um, you know, in the middle of the season and trying to bounce back from that. Um, you know, probably having higher expectations of playing more and then not getting that. So, like, there is a lot of, you know, ups and downs to his game, but, you know, that's where having those guys uh, that, that are going to bring you up and, and being able to stay upbeat and positive is going to go a long way for him. Because when, when he's not, you know, when he's not good, he's not good at, at all. And I do wonder that about him. Like, when he was good to start the season, he was awesome. He rolled the ankles, and he kind of looked like he did tonight where he looked a little rattled, just not confident, not his usual, like, energy. Then, you know, misses a couple games, comes back and looks back, and I was like, oh, okay, well, it was the ankle. That's why. Tonight, by all accounts, he's healthy. Just learning the ups and downs of the NBA, and, and it's to be yeah. expected. And um, it's also – a rookie learning how to play a back-to-back. -back. Yeah, totally. Learning how totally. to take care of your body and recover and mentally and physically prepare for a back-to-back. -back. Here's the thing people don't think about. Harrison, when was the last time you were away for your, from your house for 15 days? Think about it. When was the last time? Because you go on vacation, yeah. it's a week. A week, maybe. Take a work trip or something, lucky. it's a week. Yeah. When was the last time you were away from your bed for 15 straight days? Never happened. <laughs> not, not once. You've never won. I'm in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's but your you bed. Just get that another a new bed. Yeah, yeah, that's the only time. Honestly, yeah. I've never Actually, been on a trip. You say it. It's kind of funny. I wonder how many people haven't. Yeah. That's a long time. That is a long yeah. time. Like that's basically moving into a new place. <laughs> you know, what else would you do? That? There's people at home like jail. Like, there's no, like, what other answer is there? Really, honestly. Yeah, I can't. I can't even think. I, I don't know. And it's just weird. That's all it is. Is like even when you go on a vacation, man. You go to Mexico, spend five days there, like you know, and after about five days, you're kind of like, man, I'm having a blast, but yeah. I kind of want to go home. Sure, like I'm ready. I'm just ready to go oh, home. Yeah. Like, what do you want to do today? You want to do the jet ski? You're like, I don't really want to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> today is like a let's not do anything day. Um, the Nuggets, 15 days, it's just a lot. And I think with Bones, even though he was in Orlando for all that time, I do imagine there's just this little shock of. How many college games did he play last year? Do you remember? It was like 16. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he just played seven straight road games. You know, yeah. you just go through it. It's like a, it's a weird perspective warp. Yeah, totally. Uh, nonetheless, again, these aren't necessarily excuses. This is just kind of understanding the ebbs and flows of where the Nuggets are and what challenges they are facing and, in tonight's case, failing to overcome. Why don't we take our first break? On the other side, let's talk about Zeke Naji. Uh, we'll talk about Will <laughs> Barton. Aaron Gordon tonight, sneaky good game. Could have oh, easily yeah. been the king of the game. We'll talk about him as well. At Ball Guys, people are what makes ball special. People at every level come to work each day at Ball, give 100% to accomplish their goals. Ball production techs are the front line 
in their can making operation and they came to us because they're looking to fill line capacity at their golden plant and they're looking for production technicians uh, at the front line of that aluminum beverage can production process at ball the company offers a competitive 27 dollars 39 cent per hour wage with potential for increases at 6 12 and 18 months on the job if you want more info go to jobs.ball.com search for golden jobs.ball.com and search for golden or you can text golden to 77222 ball's been leading global sustainability efforts for decades if you want to work for them if you want to fill one of those production technician roles at the golden plant jobs.ball.com and search for golden or text golden to 77222 uh this week at DraftKings sportsbook wow football Keep fans going. i'm sure we all love an action-packed high-scoring nfl game but with it the is. latest no-brainer from DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl you'll be a winner once a single point is scored New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Get those for NBA as well. Combine multiple bets from the same game for an even bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Make sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR, bet $1 on any team to score, and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 years or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Man, so some non-Nuggets news, but I think ones that probably people on the show want to hear. We'd seen some rumors swirling around about Demarius Thomas, and it appears to be true. It, um has passed away somehow. <laughs> it was really surprising. There's really no details that have come out about it, but um, Benjamin Albright, like all of the main uh, Broncos My sources God. are kind of doing it. This is, a, this is quite a shock, man. That's awful. I got to say. It's you really have something, awful. Kale? I'm just, he's my favorite Bronco of all time. There's a that's lot of people of your generation's that's, uh, that's terrible. That's really shocking mm. news. 33 years old. We'll see if um, some new stuff comes here, but that's a really... That's a big shock. It's a man. shocker. That's a really big shocker. It's heartbreaking. Um, Zeke Naji tonight. You look at his line. He had zero points on O of two shooting. He had two assists, one block, one turnover, one foul. It, it, man, he had that great breakout game in the Garden. Yeah. It kind of felt like his moment is here. He's in the rotation. He's going to be there for a bit. Um, and then, you know, it just hasn't hasn't quite been able to get the wheels turning again. Harrison, what do you make of it? This is the third straight game where he's done nothing. He's just been a non-factor in three straight games. Like you said, in the Garden, 21 points, eight rebounds, goes 5-9 from three. He hasn't hit a three since. So he just has not been a factor in any one of these last three games. And it's funny. I was half joking, half serious on... Last night show when I was wondering if Jamichael Green was going to jump him in the rotation, and he did in the second half. Jamichael Green got in before Zeke Naji in the second half tonight, so I think we'll probably continue to see that because Jamichael Green had what you can call a positive game. Zeke Naji did not, so it's tough. Zeke had an opportunity here to really carve out like a fifteen to twenty minute role, you know, for the next month or so. If he had been able to piece together a couple good games. Do you feel like he's lost it? No, not yet. Because what is it? Chicago, New Orleans, San Antonio. So it's three games yeah. in a row. No, not yet, but he had passed Jamichael Green on the depth chart. Now it seems like 
Jermichael Green's passed him again, so he's not a lock for those you know 15 to 20 minutes like he has been over the last week or so. What do you think with Zeke Naji? Do you expect um, you know how do you does he have to re-earn minutes or is this just a hey we got to give him confidence now? I think he does, and what shocks me you know the most about Zeke Naji is like a player with like bones. When they're not scoring, like what else are they bringing to you? That is the kind of the the idea around those type of players. Um, with, with Zeke Naji, he's not a player that has to shoot the ball well for him to get minutes or give you valuable um, time on the court. But he's not doing those other things that that was keeping him on the court. He he's not you know locking down on defense and um, you know giving that type of energy or. Um, rebounding at a high level. So I think that is trying to get them back to those roots. Like, hey, we've seen you have an explosive offensive night, but also we need you to still do those other things. Um, they, they still need him to to be a, a player that's going to go out there and battle on both ends of the court. Um, they're going to, especially when you're getting out-rebounded in the way that they did. Uh, yeah. And I'm sure a lot of that did come in the second unit as well. But, hey, this is not a big team. You have to step up. You have to be a guy that – Zeke had um, zero rebounds. Zero tonight. rebounds in 14 exactly. minutes. You have to be a guy that brings that because you are the size, especially for that second unit. So uh, that that's one of those things that it's like, hey, we're going to give it to somebody that is out there battling, that is going to give you know his all – even if he is making mistakes. Jamichael Green had one rebound. Yeah, Faku had two. So Faku out rebounded <laughs> Zeke and Jamichael combined. Yeah. The big guys. A rough. Yeah, it's a little a little tough. And Jeff Green but only had one as well. Mm. Um what about Jamichael Green? Two I mean this again, what's funny when we're saying good games, because this wasn't in my opinion, neither a good game or bad game from him. And even this last one was like a slight good. But he did knock down two threes in a row, which were the two most important shots of the night for the Nuggets. Yeah. What do you you know, do you feel like he's kind of on the upswing here? On the upswing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. He's up from zero now. He's like, yeah. Right. He's on a massive upswing. Yeah. Um, just for him to see two threes go down is, is massive. Absolutely massive. Now, he had a couple egregious plays tonight still um, on the offensive end, on the defensive end. It was not a great game by any means, but... We're just looking for small victories with Jermichael Green right now. Small, small victories. And he gave <laughs> us a couple of those tonight. So I think you can walk away from this being being happy with what Jermichael Green gave you. Yeah, I'm right there with, with Harrison. It's, it's so many small victories that you need to pump him up. And I feel like that was big on the team, especially in that last game where you're seeing um, them trying to get his morale up, yeah. trying to see him get into the swing of things and the team backing him. Which is the support that you need when when you're going through a, a slump. Um, so like I feel like you know in, in a way he he was better because he knocked down the three ball. But you still need more from a player that's going to play minutes, that's going to take those minutes um, and, and try to run with it. So while Alex, I expect more from Jermichael Green, I'm sure that it was it was great for him to see the offense going because all of those other things he can just like click into. He can be a person that's going to rebound he is going to be a guy that's um, making guys work hard um, you know or, or work you know extremely hard on that end of the floor so I think it, w it was just like a, a mixed bag type of game but a game that he needed Aaron Gordon 9 of 12 tonight he was really good for most of this he had a nice dunk man like mm -hmm. every now and then he really surprises you with something he had like a basically a 360 I know it wasn't like a true 360 but he kind of had a 360 in traffic, like yeah. casual as, as can be. Casual. Uh, 25 points. He's actually the leading scorer tonight for the, for the Nuggets. Six wow. rebounds, three assists. 
that Jokic Gordon connection continues to really, really look strong. Yeah, he's he's one of those plays, especially for Jokic that Jokic can score at you know at any point, and he also can generate so much offense. But in a video game, there's the play that works every time. Right. There's the the cheat that <laughs> right, you're gonna yeah. go to, and I feel like that's his escape like escape valve where he's like, okay, that didn't work. This doesn't work. Let me go to you know the over reliable. I'm gonna go to the the one that worked last time every time, and, and that's what he's been uh, going with with Aaron Gordon. Last night he did not play well offensively, and I feel like it was just because they matched that size and he didn't have that advantage. He knew that there was a mismatch, and every time he has a mismatch, which makes it very difficult for opposing teams to have to um, change their game plan of putting two big men on the court. Because if you don't, he's too big for for everyone else that like that is athletic enough to to guard him. So his. It, the repertoire, I'm not going to say it's opening up, but it's something that he could go to, right. and he he's getting more comfortable down there, which is uh, part of the offense that they need. It's like ugly, man. That's the thing is, like, the his efficiency has been great. The moves just don't always look pretty, but I almost feel like they disguise how effective he's been just yeah. barreling towards the basket. Well, I got on Gordon last night because I thought he played way too much on the perimeter, yeah. and he had more three-point attempts last night than twos, and that's just right. never a good sign with him. Tonight... He didn't take a three. Zero, zero, yeah. He went nine at 12 from the field, and 11 of those shots came in the restricted area. I he feel had like one he knows shot the outside plan, the restricted man. area I, tonight. I feel like he just, like, last game by design, this right. game by like, design. It's so simple for Aaron Gordon yeah. if he wants it to be. It's really up to him because he I can, honestly give him a pass, though, for this last game. The more I thought about it, the more you look at yeah. It, it. Yeah, I just think that he was a defensive player last game, and he was a... Like, he wasn't very involved on the offense, almost by design. Tonight needed to be more. He was more. So that's why I say I think it was almost more – it seems more deliberate, especially in hindsight. Okay. We gave him a pass last night, but this is just the blueprint for him yeah, on it offense. It it's really the is. absolute blueprint. And if he wants it to be this easy, it, it can be. Like, 9-12 from the field, the Jokic connection was there. Those two have an unbelievable chemistry. Like, their chemistry has developed – so much quicker yeah. than I expected it to when they traded for him last year. And he's using his size, his physicality, his athleticism down low. Got to line eight times tonight. So I loved his mindset. And I just loved how Denver approached the offense with him tonight. Yeah. Kale, can you send the password to Dev here? Why don't we hit? Oh, actually, we need to talk about Will Barton to the Wi Fi. Just DM it to him in the Slack. Um, no, I can't use the Slack. I have no internet. <laughs> Send it to me. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> he solved a problem that I did not realize would be a thing. Uh, Will Barton, uh, 19 points tonight, three rebounds, four assists, two steals. Um, yeah, it is what I told you. It's just not working. So, yeah. um, I thought uh, I thought with Barton tonight, I thought he was actually fine. He shot threes until that final stint. He was really bad. Him and Yoke yeah. both. You know, Yoke you just expect to always be great, and he wasn't tonight. But Barton was, you know, he just was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jokic was not good. Barton was bad. Like they, you, they're not. You were hoping those two had maybe like sixty yeah. percent or yeah. something that they could give in that final stretch, and they both were at like ten yeah. percent. They both had nothing left. The the first possession, I think, when those two came on, Barton was short, way short on a baseline jumper from like fifteen feet away, and uh, that was a sign of the next couple minutes to come. But he was fine tonight. Defensively, just this entire roster was awful, especially Denver's guards tonight. I mean, the defense was terrible. Derek White, DeJounte Murray, those guys got into the paint at will. 
and uh, just not good enough defense from Denver's perimeter players. Yeah, and these type of games uh, where the other team has just, like, really, really good guards, you know, I feel like uh, Barton takes it as, like, a showcase game where he's just trying to show that he's uh, the old vet veteran guard, um, and that's when he regresses and he goes back to hero ball type of plays where he's just taking shots and, and trying to get things going or operating um, in ways that Denver usually doesn't go with. And, and that's that's when you get bad Barton. That's when yep. you get the Barton that you don't need um, because he starts to go after scoring only. Um, and, and that's where I think his issue is. When he's out in a flow, when he's, you know, rotating the ball, getting everyone else involved, that's where he's you know, starts to go. In. And also, the points come easy for him. I can say it was the second night of back to back and you know I've already you know throughout the season alluded to him not even be, you know being at his best or maybe there's something lingering so there is going to be times that I just don't expect him to have it all yeah. but you just want him to just stay within the flow of the offense and not have um, so many iso type of plays um, I don't think he was you know horrible tonight uh, but I think that he could have you know stayed in the flow Let's take our final break on the other side. Um, we'll just wrap up, uh, put a bow on this one. We might hear back from Vote here shortly. We might not. Um, but either way, I feel like, you know, we could run a little shorter today. Um, yeah, let's hit our last break. The Snooze Flip from Snooze Sleep Guys, the most universal mattress on the planet. You can customize it uh, to fit your sleeping needs. One side is soft of the Snooze Flip. One side is firm. You can flip it to the side that fits your body best. The cover, it's also reversible with one side up to five degrees cooler, cozy warm on the other side. The zippable cover makes the Snooze Flip a true four-in-one mattress. Snooze Flip, it's the only four-in-one mattress with these features. So go to snoozesleep.com. That's snoozesleep.com. Use the code DNVR. Get $250 off your mattress. Get $250 off your adjustable base. So $500 in savings here. $250 off your mattress. $250 off your adjustable base. Snooze Sleep hooked a bunch of us up here at DNVR with these Snooze Flip mattresses. The best night of sleep I've ever had. I'm going to need it tonight. That's for sure. Uh, SnoozeSleep.com. Use the code DNVR. Get $250 off a mattress and $250 off an adjustable base. Chevalier Mortgage, if you guys need help or have questions or just are wondering things about taking out a mortgage, buying a house, visit Mike and Virginia Chevalier, dnvrmortgage.com. When you go there, get set up with a free consultation. Also register to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice. Mike and Virginia Chevalier, they've been in the mortgage business uh, forever. They're really good at it. They know all the ins and outs. They know all the tricks of the trade. So give them a call or the easiest way is just to visit them, dnvrmortgage.com. Like I said, get set up for a free consultation when you go to that site. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 191, 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. And finally, at Hassle Cattle Company, use code DNVR15. Get 15% off your entire purchase. Hassle Cattle Company's hooking it up for the holidays. Purchase some Hassle Cattle Company so you can have it on your plate for Christmas dinner. Uh, DNVR 15, 15% off your entire purchase for the best damn Wagyu beef around. If you order over $200 in Hassle Cattle Company, you're going to get free shipping. So call up some friends, some coworkers, 
pool together, spend 200 bucks, get free shipping, and then use that code DNVR15 for 15% off your entire order at HassleCattleCompany.com. Um, all right, looks like votes coming back over, but before we do, let's hit our one super chat. Just one super chat, which I feel is appropriate. Yeah, this was a one super chat. <laughs> this was a tonight. one super chat got a night. Um, Hammered says Denver played really hard. Proud of this team for fighting. The dog days of the season are here. That being said, I blame Wind for Bones shooting night. What did Wind do? What did, why do you? Oh, you locked up the over. <laughs> <laughs> that was because of Dev. That was Dev's original bet. <laughs> I can't believe that we're pawning it off. It was it was Eric that liked Bones tonight. It was Eric. We can blame Eric. We left our D off the show. Like the Nuggets didn't have any D tonight either. <laughs> uh, here we go. It is voting time. We got voting time coming in. From Brendan Vote. That hey, fellas. Did you talk to uh, Michael Malone? We did. We did talk to Malone. And that's all we've heard, so, heard from so far. Okay. Um, look, it wasn't a particularly illuminating session. Malone was less less happy today um shocker yeah he recalled an old hubie brown moment and quote where brown called a timeout when coaching and said to his guys where the hell are you you're not here to rebound and you're not getting back either wow. and he said he felt like hubie tonight they just said where are you guys um never had, good to feel like hubie brown they had us on our heels all game their bench dominated us uh the point of attack defense was a big issue obviously um, Malone said it was unofficially double-digit blow-bys for probably 20-plus points. When a, guy, when a guy did get beat, there was no shrink, no help behind them. We're not a great shot-blocking team, but we can be a great positioning team. Um, and they just didn't have any of that discipline hmm. today. That's an interesting quote. Um, it's always frustrating when you lose, uh, and it's so inconsistent right now. You win one, you play really well. The next game, you play poor basketball. Back-to-backs are something every team in the NBA goes through. Um, you have to find a way to try to win those games regardless. They're on the schedule. Uh, so Malone, a, a coach of a team that's typically done well in that context, not buying it as an excuse. He really liked the way Aaron Gordon played tonight. Noted that he started to get frustrated with the lack of calls in the third quarter. Both he and Gordon were really giving it to the refs at that point. Uh, but he kept on playing. I thought Aaron overall was really good, but we need a collective effort. Um, on Facundo Campazzo, he's shooting the lights out right now. And then you talk about <laughs> the hustle. That's the fight. maybe a little strong. Um, shooting the lights out. But shooting I, well. He's shooting the lights out. Shooting very well. He's man. shooting very well, man. It's 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 crazy, but it's true. He, um, and then you talk about the hustle, the fight. When I put I him the in the game, you know he's going to go out and play hard. Um, Campazzo finished with the lowest plus minus on the roster tonight, guys. Of guys who 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 played, obviously. Um, and I thought he played a good game. I actually he thought was Faku, good tonight. I thought Faku was really good tonight. Um, defensively, offensively, there were a couple moments where he was simply too small to contest, and, and it didn't matter. But he was everywhere. He covered so much ground. Um, so yeah, it was a good Faku night. Faku shooting thirty nine percent from three this year. And as we've touched on before on this show, that number actually goes up with sites like Cleaning the Glass who take out garbage time heaves. So consequential threes that Faku's taken. He's shooting 40%. He is shooting well. Um, I still like to see that mid-range come around, which isn't, you know, I'm not holding, I, I don't know that not, not holding my breath yeah. for it, man. Um, but, you know, arguably just as important a thing 
all the same, at least that is coming together, and, and he's playing hard. I thought it was a really good Faku night. Uh, Malone did as well. And that's it. You got any other thoughts on the game? We didn't get to hear your... Uh, do you have like any deep thoughts on this one? Well, just... I mean, it was a rebounding issue. Uh, Jeff Green, guys, had... M- as many personal fouls as points, rebounds, and assists combined tonight. I don't know if you noticed wow. that. Wow. Um, four, stat one, of the and one, night. respectively. It's a shocking stat. And, you know, <laughs> Jeff Green's not in there to be a rebounding specialist, but he is a starting forward. They did get out-rebounded pretty badly tonight. He finished with just one in 20 minutes. Um, you know, here's one thing I'll say. He's the oldest player on the team. <clears throat> this is a back-to-back, a long road I, trip. Like, I'm not trying to make excuses for him. If there was one guy that you would said who's the most likely to struggle on this night, I'd been like, yeah, probably Jeff. A hundred percent, right? 100%. He did have one rebound where he jumped like fourteen feet in the air. Fourteen tonight. feet in the air, it was insane. There's um, one play that Jeff Green makes every game that blows your mind regarding his athleticism. And then Jokic. Last night there were two. And then Jokic's defense is crashing back down to earth. And to me, guys, I just wrote this in the player grades, but that says less to me about what Jokic is capable of doing. And what he's capable of sustaining while also lifting an entire offense on his shoulders across 82 with multiple injuries. And I do think it's a sort of pick and choosy criticism when we talk about superstars. Very few of them have ever been able to lift an offense and play high level defense for an entire season. And we're seeing Jokic ease off that throttle a little bit already, in my opinion. And that might be as much an an exhaustion or load management thing as anything else. Honestly, just a don't get hurt thing. Like, this is a yeah. tough, the t- I mean, we keep saying the toughest part of the season. It's not over. It's actually going to last all of December. But if you just make it through, stay afloat, then you can make your move. And, and that's just the opportunity. It really is like a racing. I've never watched NASCAR. So I don't know it's if this pretty metaphor. Boring. Is, but is, it, is this accurate? Would you guys guess? I have no idea. Just go along with it. Sure. You know, like sometimes sure, you're man. in the this middle of the, 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 the traffic. The peloton. You're in the middle of the group of cars. You're the peloton. It's like I can't make my move now. You're waiting. You're waiting. You're waiting. You come around that turn. That's when you make your move. It's the Nuggets this season. Right now, they're in the middle of the traffic. They just have to wait for the right right opportunity. Uh, go ahead and cue that outro music, guys. I can see you. Have, you guys can probably see we have pivoted to going short today. I mean, this is a really weird day. I gotta say, man, this is the Demarius Thomas thing. I know a lot of our fans that are watching this and that tune in every day. They don't. Not all of you guys have a relationship to the city of Denver or all of Denver sports. Demarius Thomas is a pretty special Bronco. And when you talk about of this era of Broncos, one, he has a remarkable story, like a remarkable personal story. He was also a remarkable personality in that he was extremely, extremely easy to root for. Just a really, really, by all accounts, a really, really great dude, in addition to being a great Bronco who was there in some important moments. I always tell people, if I were to say, think of one Broncos play, what's one play you could think of? To me, it would be the helicopter John Elway spin. If you told me two, number two would be the the Tim Tebow, Demarius Thomas, 80-yard touchdown that won them uh, the playoff game. He's a pretty um, iconic Denver sports figure when you talk about the last decade. By the way, that 80-yard bomb, a decade ago, not that long ago, you know, but it, it, it's kind of wild. So About I don't 10 know. Years. Wow, um, pretty shocking. I know a lot of not everybody will have the same relationship, like I said, to the Broncos. But to kind of give a perspective of where we're all coming from, this is a pretty pretty big shock, I would say. Yeah, they have yeah. anything. <laughs> I know this isn't a Broncos show. I just I would feel weird not to kind of take yeah. a moment as we wrap yeah. up and say something. Yeah, I um, there was a full summer that we played twice a week against each other. I think he was really like genuinely the nicest 
and I'll say like celebrity I had met like at the time you know I'm just like fresh out of college and this is a guy around the same age as me but he was you know on top of the world and he still like was like open still nice and on top of that everyone loved him in Colorado right. there was right. not you know anyone saying anything bad about Demarius Thomas um, easily easy to root for and, and like you said it wasn't just only on the field he meant a lot to a lot of people in Colorado and a lot of the the pastimes of Bronco fans like he, he holds dear and I'm not a Bronco fan but I think that he's a guy that I generally rooted for so it's sad it is generally like it's sad yeah um so uh, definitely a um you know a thing it, it's going to take over rightfully so the De- the Denver sports conversation for a while and um just kind of a shock just kind of a shock man to be honest yep. with you Total, total shock. R.I.P. Demarius. Thanks, everybody. Hit that like button on the way out. We'll see you guys again on Saturday. Guys, if you're looking for a really good alternate to traditional coffee, check out StravaCraftCoffee.com. There you can purchase some StravaCraft coffee, the CBD-infused coffee that's really changing lives. CBD can lead to less neck pain, back pain. It can help you with arthritis, IBS, aches and pains, migraines. CBD has been proven to help with a lot of that stuff. And Strava Craft Coffee just tastes really good as well. So go to StravaCraftCoffee.com. If you're a first-time customer, use the code DNBR25. You're going to save 25% off your purchase of Strava Craft Coffee. You can also get a Strava Craft Coffee subscription. Get your coffee delivered to you. You can get that at StravaCraftCoffee.com. If you're a returning Strava Craft Coffee customer, make sure to use the code DNBR20. For 20% off your purchase from StravaCraftCoffee.com every single time.